2: Today, as you know, is a very big day. Big day. Big day. Big day. Big day for me. And a big day for you. Why?
1: Why? Why? Today's Friday. That's why.
2: That's why. Good enough for me. Have fun, guys. All right. It's showtime. see Governor McMicromanage is at it again. <laughs> what a complete and utter loon. The state's chief executive. Hello fellow patriots, greetings, welcome, salutations. It is a big day, Friday, alohas to you as we wrap up the work weekend as we always do on Friday. It's the free-for-all, yep, uh, we call it the all-skate. On Friday, uh, despite everything else that may have transpired in the preceding four days of this week that I have talked about, if I still have not touched on the hot-button issue for you, well, today is your day because whatever you feel like talking about is fair game here on Friday. And here's how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. And my email address, Bob, at one zero six three. W-O-R-D dot com. So, way to go, uh, Governor. I know the uh, bars, struggling as they have been with the uh, Chinese flu shutdowns, will really appreciate your uh, cutting into their business even more. Uh, Governor McMicromanage saying today to help reduce the transmission of the Chinese flu between young adults in South Carolina... The uh, governor announced that the sale of alcoholic beverages in all bars and restaurants throughout the state will be prohibited after 11 p.m. each night. You uh, know, of course, the uh, rationale behind that. That's because uh, we have scientific evidence that uh, COVID-19 really doesn't reach the peak of its uh, transmission phase. It's a. It's power until 11.01 p.m. at night. So this will allow us to uh, avoid that. Uh, The governor's effect will go into effect on Saturday night, appropriately. Uh, Governor uh, McMicromanage saying today, let's see if I can get this. We know that young adults who are rapidly contracting the virus and spreading it into our communities frequently congregate in late-night atmospheres which simply are not conducive to stopping its continued transmission. This measured, carefully tailored approach, which uh, we came up with by tossing darts against the wall, carefully tailored approach will lessen the opportunity for South Kalenians to put themselves and their loved ones in harm's way. Okay, so uh, we know that uh, C-19 doesn't really go viral until 11.01 p.m., so that's, this will limit. Uh, how is this going to stop these uh, young adults from saying, uh, well, okay, you know, uh, they, they call this uh, the uh, last call measure, by the way. Clever, clever. But what's to prevent these uh, young adults from uh, creating their own last call? Just go buy some more beer, some more booze, whatever it is they're drinking, and uh, take it someplace and drink it. Uh, you think uh, young adults
1: have parties on Friday or Saturday night? Bobby, don't talk like that. Don't give him any ideas <laughs> that you know the stores yeah. can't sell it after 11 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, I,
2: I know. I, I probably shouldn't have gone there uh, because they're always looking for uh, new suggestions. How about this? How about if we split the difference, Governor? Uh, young adults can continue to remain in bars until say one o'clock in the morning as long as they're drinking through their mask. How would that work? you know you just kind of strain it through the mask uh, It might alter the taste somewhat, but
1: God now how do you define a young adult <laughs> I mean, in my mind, I'm young, my body argues with me, yeah, but in my mind, too. I'm a young adult. I mean, yeah. wh- what's I, the cutoff? I, I, I
2: can't even uh, pretend that even even in, in fantasy land in my head uh, that I am a young adult, I can't, I can't even get to be a middle-aged adult, okay? but But believe it or not, as you may have heard your parents say, I was young once. Yeah, it's it's been a few decades. <clears throat> well, more than a few, uh, but but I was young once, and I do remember what it's like. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, the uh, gov- the governor the, gov- the governor's order, Governor Henry McMicro manage, governor's order does not apply. Uh, does here we go? The governor's order does apply to any holder of the following licenses. On-premises beer and wine permits, a winery permit, a brew pub beer wine permit, and then it goes on, uh, liquor by the drink license, nonprofit private club, liquor by the drink license. So wait a minute. Uh, does this mean that... Uh, in the grill room at the country club? <laughs> you can't, you can, if you're a young per, what a Good question, Money, Penny. What age do you have to be over to get a drink at 11.01 p.m.? And 50. it's not as if this doesn't affect anybody. There are about 8,000 restaurants and bars permitted by a DOR, the Department of Revenue, for on-site sale and consumption of alcohol.
1: How old do you have to be? <laughs> To serve in South Carolina government?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to remember, and and I think the ages vary uh, for state senate. It's one thing. To be a state representative uh, is another.
1: Let's let's just use the age for president.
2: Okay, yeah. Well, it, it typically, uh, if you're going to use federal stuff, uh, it's like uh, – 35. Okay, so you have to be 35, I mean, 35 to be able to drink
1: at 1101.
2: Well, we're guessing. You know, <laughs>
1: who knows what
2: the uh, young adult cutoff is. But, of course, it doesn't really matter because uh, Governor McMicromanage is throwing the baby out with the bathwater here. It's it's intended to uh, cut down on the party-hardy stuff on the weekends. Uh, by young people but it affects everyone hey this is great governor henry and says hey south Carolina, one size fits all i'm telling you you know i i am i am so tired of being under look well-intentioned okay i get that but who died and left these people in charge? What did the fact that
1: we voted them in?: Yeah, well, are we to blame? Essentially, I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah I'm just you know poking the fire
2: here. Are no. we
1: to blame for all this crap?
2: <laughs> we Well, we did put them we did put them in there.
1: I don't think they listened too well though.
2: No, apparently not, you know. well, they are our elitist betters after all. Certainly, Governor, henry McTex is smarter than the average bear. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here on Friday, I got in my email today from uh, Verlin Anderson. It says, thanks to JB for these words of wisdom. Uh, well, for a lot of us. These are uh, 12 commandments for growing older. And... These kind of fit uh, the tone of the the Friday free-for-all. Number one, talk to yourself. There are times you need expert advice. Number two, in style are the clothes that still fit. Number three, you don't need anger management. You just need people to stop pissing you off. Number four, your people skills are just fine. It's your tolerance for idiots that needs work. Number five, the biggest lie you tell yourself is, nah, don't need to write it down. I remember it. What were we talking about again? Uh, Number six, on time is when you get there. Number seven, even duct tape can't fix stupid, but it sure does muffle the sound. Number eight, it would be wonderful if we could put ourselves in the dryer for 10 minutes, come out wrinkle-free and three-size smaller. <laughs> I like it. Number nine, lately, you've noticed people your age are so much older than you are. Number 10, growing old should have taken longer. Amen to that. Number 11, aging has slowed you down, but it hasn't shut you up. Was, was that one written especially for me? Penny? Funny. Uh, number 12, you still haven't learned to act your age and hope you never will.
1: See, you're still a young adult. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: And one more to go. Uh, one for the road means peeing before you leave the house.
1: That's right. <laughs> there you go.
2: Words still went by. Six, <laughs> 16 after 3 here on The Bobby Mac Show. Be right back as we get rolling here on Friday.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
2: If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame...
1: Two more two more...
2: You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of the fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Report, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. 23 After 3 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Let me quickly catch up with a text line, 71307. Before I get to the latest on the schools, Hi, ay. You have kids in school in uh, Greenville County. You're gonna need to hear this because it's, it has the uh, put, it has nightmarish potential. Uh, first of all, though, on the tax line, Bobby, why in the world didn't they tell us from the beginning that the virus uh, didn't really take effect until after 11 p.m. Geez, Henry is such a moron. I know. I mean, if we'd known that all along. Uh, Bobby Mack, we are living in apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic times. Things are just too strange around. Viruses, uh, not to mention immorality. Uh, Bobby Mack, if 30% of students fail to do their schoolwork in the last two months of school, how many more will fail to do schoolwork for the entire school year? Yeah, we haven't uh, extrapolated it out yet, but (laughs) we're, we're working on that number for you. Uh, Bobby, when is somebody going to drag uh, uh, Henry's uh, Henry McTaxter's rear end into court uh, for all these things he's uh, forcing us to do and justify his unconstitutional orders? Uh, okay, got an idea. The SCDO traffic, uh, one hour already. Collect numbers from license plates, play them, and hit the jackpot for a private jet. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's as good as any system. Bobby, if the kids are not in school, it may cause some difficulty for parents who have to work. No kidding. Uh, Bobby, so uh, Foghorn McTaxter is enacting a last call executive order. Right now, we'd like to see his recall. Isn't it uh, interesting? South Carolina does not have recall in our state constitution. What a, a fortunate coincidence, uh, coincidence for uh, Governor Henry McTagg, not to mention uh, Lindsay. Hey, Bobby, what's happening with a Hillary Clinton trial? I haven't heard any news on this lately. Yeah, uh, they're still trying to find those 30,000 missing emails. We'll get back to you. Uh, Bobby, the Rona... Starts to prowl at 1101. Hide your women. Uh, Bobby, it's not a face mask. It's a face diaper. And Gubna McTaxter's face diaper is leaking. Who's that that said that uh, politicians and uh, babies' diapers uh, were very similar in that both uh, should be changed often and for the same reason? Hey, Bobby, yeah, what's up with the uh, punitive bar shutdown at 11 p.m.? That's it, tomorrow night, 11.01. Uh, Bobby, drinking party, my house, 11.15. Uh, Bobby, not enough foghorn on your McMaster impression. <laughs> well, we're doing the best we can. Governor, Henry, McCh- I see, I see, son, his last call. Uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby, last call won't affect the uh, VFW. We're private. I thought I saw it said in there. I don't have to go back and look, but I thought I saw private licenses. Is that right, Money Penny? Yeah, you That's did what I say said,
1: private licenses.
2: Yeah, it said private licenses. Uh, Bobby, so is this another illegal order? Well, let me uh, like Jeopardy. You know, <laughs> you do it in the form of a question. Has the legislature come back into session and voted? To extend Governor Henry McTaxter's executive orders, his emergency orders? Have they done that? Uh, Bobby, I think every bar should put a donation jar by the register for the customers to throw money in to cover the fine. What was the fine? Do you remember how much the fine is, Moneypenny? Uh, I've got it uh, right here, but I'll, I'll, I'll drag it out uh, momentarily and find out. Uh, now, now, Bobby... We all know Daddy McTaxter knows what's best and what's good for us, for we peons. LOL, Jim and Easley. Bobby, you think the governor's using COVID-19 as an excuse? I think the real reason has to do with the nightclub shootings. You may be on to something there. Uh, Bobby, isn't the governor also assuming the majority of young adults even go to bars? Uh, Bobby you talked about uh, straining your drink through your mask now they are making masks with straw holes in them Okay and and that doesn't defeat the purpose of wearing the mask how Oh no Bobby you've given them another idea strain your brew through a mask party <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bobby, I was young, too, and I fondly remember those rowdy nights of woolly mammoth tipping. <laughs> Don't forget the saber-toothed tigers. Hey, Bobby, you think it'll be possible that uh, the Governor's Country Club will still be selling alky Hall at 11.01 p.m.? Uh, hey, Bobby, sweet. I'm 36. Made the cut. <laughs> We're guessing. Hey, Bob. <laughs> no, that's not our official number
1: if i'm uh, not mistaken Ryan. Right? i used to be a uh, a uh, uh, young dumb and a bar hopper
2: um <laughs> <go>. yeah
1: really <laughs> last call was at one time and then you had an hour to drink that drink and then you had to close wow is that how it's going to be this one too you know that once again you know we're we're left to guess
2: where is uh let me see what it says there um Where's the part about to fine? Yeah, following business licenses. On-premises beer and wine permit, winery permit, brew pub permit, brewery permit, business liquor by the drink license, non-profit private club liquor by the drink license, non-profit private club, special event permit or special non-profit event permit governor's order applies to any of those okay i don't see anything in the governor's press release about what the fine may be either
1: the only line that i see is fees and fines will be uh given to violators but it does not say how much
2: yeah well, you, you, you think somebody's going to challenge it to find out? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I'm, I'm telling you, they, they just, uh, do they insist on making it tougher the, on themselves as well? Uh, hey, Bobby Mac, I understood it to mean all patrons in order to protect the younger from themselves. What a freaking joke. No mention of protesters and rioting through all this. Bobby, all I can say is, uh, thank God we live close to North Carolina where drinks are served past 11 with restaurants and bars. Uh, They didn't want to do anything to put them out of business with all the restrictions already in place for indoor dining. Uh, By the way, where's the uh, science supporting this? Good question. 3.31 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Little Annie is ready to go in the news center. I'm going to get into this business about Greenville County Schools uh, and... I will will try my best to explain to you what they are planning on doing, but it's going to require a graduate degree from MIT or Caltech to figure this stuff out. Be right back. All-star closer,
1: Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
2: Welcome back. 3.38 now, 22 before 4, Friday free-for-all here on the Bobby Mac Show. So uh, I looked and read and reread and reread Governor Henry McMicro-Manager's latest uh, missive out of Columbia uh, that uh, to cut down on young people spreading that horrible Chinese commie flu everywhere. Uh, Bars will not be able to serve after 11 p.m. at night for everyone. But it's intended for uh, the young adults out there, as the uh, governor says. So I peruse it over and over again. Uh, It does say that uh, you can be fined if you uh, flout the law, uh, but it doesn't say how much. So I call down to the governor's office to uh, Brian. He's uh, one of his aides. Uh, It's it's obviously late in the afternoon on Friday, and we're talking about government workers, so uh, naturally it kicked right to voicemail. Uh, Brian said, sorry, I don't get a chance to uh, check my voicemail as much as I would like, Um, so uh, send me a text message and I'll get back to you. All right, so I sent him a text message. Uh, Just very straightforward. How much is the fine for serving liquor after 11 p.m. at night? And I am certain that, like a flash, I will immediately uh, get a text message uh, in response going, wow, we didn't put that in there?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, so we'll, we'll see. When and if we uh, receive a response, I will pass that along to you. Meantime, on we go to schools going back into session in the fall. And I use the fall loosely. This today from Tim Waller. He is the media guy for Greenville County Schools, Director of Media Relations. Media friends, not only will Greenville County students have the option of choosing in-person classes this fall, they will know from week to week what to expect as conditions change. GCS has developed in-person attendance plans as part of Destination Return to In-Person School. Let's see, that would be a DRTIP. That would be a Dirtip, tips is the acronym for that. With these plans, families will know at a glance, he said tongue-in-cheek, what each school week holds. See attached chart. Now, I don't know about you. But anytime I get an email that has the inclusion C attached chart, I immediately go, uh oh. For example, students who select in person school for the upcoming year will be assigned a specific color based on the first letter of their last name. So, like, uh, uh, Moneypenny uh, would be green. Because that falls under L Q. Why through would I be Q. green? Money, because that's the first letter of your last name. It's money Penny. <laughs> yeah. For, um, okay. You'll be assigned a specific color based on the first letter of your last name. Students whose last name begins with the letters A through D are blue. E through K is red. L through Q is green. R through Z is purple. Got that? You know where the Wizard of Oz, where the title, the Wizard of Oz came from?
1: What happens if you're
2: colorblind? Now wait a minute, wait a minute, don't, don't, don't get me sidetracked here. Okay, fine. All right. The Wizard of Oz uh, was so named because uh, L. Frank Baum, who wrote it, worked in an office, right? And they had two files, two file cabinets. Okay, mm-hmm. you with me? Yes. Uh, they were. ready? Yes. A through N and O through Q. Or o through i I'm sorry, O through uh, Z, I meant to say. O through Z. So if you looked at the file cabinet, one had, uh, you know, the first half of the alphabet and the other had O through Z. And he said, oh, Oz. That's the name for the place, Oz. But I digress. <laughs> so now here we go with students uh, having a specific color to check based on the first letter of their last name. On weeks when conditions permit, all students in all color groups will attend school all five days. Now, here we go. But on weeks when different factors come into play, high Chinese flu spread rate, large number of teacher student absences, etc., Students in all color groups will either not attend in-person classes or they may attend one day that week depending on conditions. If there is no in-person school, students will participate in e-learning all five days. On weeks when only one day of in-person classes are allowed, students will spend the other four days e-learning. God, it was so much simpler back in the old, you know. You just listen to the radio to see if your school was closed because of snow, you know. But how will students know which days to show up for school when only one or two days of in-person attendance are allowed? OMG. That's where the student color chart comes in. When one day of in-person attendance is permitted, students who have been assigned the color blue will attend school on Monday, red students will attend on Tuesday, green students on Wednesday, purple students on Thursday. Students will engage in e-learning on days they are not in school. Students in all color groups will e-learn on Fridays. What could possibly go wrong? on weeks when two days of in-person attendance are permitted, blue and red students will attend school on Monday, green and purple students on Tuesday, blue and red again on Wednesday, and green and purple again on Thursday. Students will take part in e-learning on days they are not in the classroom, and again, all students will e-learn on Fridays. GCS has posted a video on its website to help students and parents better understand the schedule. And, and may God help you. Uh, YouTube.com slash watch. Question yeah, well, mark. Look, the link for this. The this story's posted on our on our website, MoneyPenny. Yeah. Go to our website for the link, for the YouTube link
1: to this. Actually it has the chart on our website. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Just, you know.
2: But if you print out the chart, don't print it out in black and white.
1: You know, I don't like this. I'm a green and my best friend's purple. We Uh-oh. will never see each other.
2: Yeah, right. Never never the twain shall meet. Never.
1: Yeah.
2: Holy cow. Uh, I'm t- you 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 have to have multiple PhDs to come up with this. Actually, 14 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more here on the TGIF edition, the Friday free-for-all on WORD. Welcome back. Coming up on eight minutes before four, closing minutes of hour number one, the Friday free-for-all here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, is there anybody left in, uh, in government, uh, anyone uh, who is not a uh, never-Trumper or uh, wants to be uh, down for the resistance struggle or what have you? I mean, we've seen uh, Secretary of Defense, some of these generals uh, being critical of uh, President Trump. Uh, there was a time, you know, when there was a uh, price to be paid for being critical in public of the commander-in-chief. But apparently, uh, that's, that's out the window. Now this, from uh, Fox News. The U.S. Army is investigating after a handout was distributed to personnel on an Army base in Alabama, that included an image describing President Trump's 2016 Make America Great Again slogan as a form of covert white supremacy. What? This is an official handout at an army base? That one of the campaign slogans of the commander-in-chief is a covert white supremacy slogan? The handout, sent to personnel at Redstone Arsenal, invited all soldiers and personnel to attend an Operation Inclusion Listening Seminar. Representative Mo Brooks, Republican Alabama, who first brought attention to the handout, said it was sent to personnel at the base from an official government email address and created by the U.S. Army Equality and Inclusion Agency. He believes it could have been sent to thousands of personnel. Included in the handout was a pyramid graphic with behaviors identified as, quote, overt white supremacy, socially unacceptable, end quote. Racial slurs, hate crimes. Beneath that are listed things classed as covert or socially acceptable forms of, quote, white supremacy, end quote the long list of items include calling the police on black people respectability politics celebrating columbus day as well as saying all lives matter and make america great again president trump's twenty sixteen campaign slogan the army website describes project is inclusion as an army initiative directed by the secretary and the chief of staff to improve diversity, equity, and inclusion across the force and build cohesive teams. Does this sound like something to you that's going to build cohesion? The army said the graphic was sent out in error and was predecisional. Oh yeah? On July 6, 2020, a Project Inclusion Listening Tour handout included two unapproved pages that were sent out in error and immediately recalled. The slides, copied from a non-government website, which one? Antifa or BLM? Included a word cloud with phrases that were intended to spark conversation. However, the document was pre-decisional and inappropriate for the discussion. The unapproved uh, pages were in no way used as part of the Your Voice Matters listening tour sessions. Representative Brooks wrote to U.S. Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy demanding an investigation, including... Overtly political materials in the invitation for such an event is completely inappropriate, and in, in this instance, and in my view, illegal. Further, the inclusion of such materials serves only to ostracize segments of the workforce and create racial division rather than minimize it. What occurred is absolutely unacceptable, and I expect Army leadership to fully investigate whether this incident violated the Hatch Act or any Department of Defense regulation and to appropriately hold those responsible accountable to the fullest extent possible. The investigation is taking place, the Army said in their statement, quote, as soon as Department of the Army leaders were made aware of these products, they weren't aware of it before they were sent out to the troops the army initiated a 15-6 investigation to determine how this happened the army does not condone the use of phrases that indicate political support how about phrases that indicate the opposite of support the army is and will continue to remain an apolitical organization yeah that's obvious How do you unring a bell anyway? News is next. I'm back with hour number two of the Friday free for all here on W.O.R.D. All-star closer,
1: Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?